0: is on the block with Strick and Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland. Strickland for three. And you're going to go out of here as the big eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and two basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln America. On air and online at the ticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome to it on a hump day. Happy Wednesday to you and yours. I'm Austin Norman. He's a nine-year NBA vet, the Husker Hall of Famer. Dropping some knowledge bombs on kids on Monday. But not the hammer. He didn't drop the hammer on no, no, kids. No, no, no. It was good to him. Yeah. So good to him. So good for him. That was a good time out there at the camp on Monday. We're here in studio again. Uh, Friday, though, we'll start our coverage up in Omaha. We'll be at the College World Series hanging out. So if you're up there, uh, stop by. We're just about a block away from the stadium. Say hi to us. Uh, let us know what's up. But if you want to say hi to us here today, the best way to do that is the starter hammond text line, 402-464-5685, uh, to which I do have to send a thank you out to Thunder, Not Collins. Thank you for being kind and respectful. Thunder, Not Collins, I appreciate what you say. The rest of you, Follow his example. Please be nice. That's all it comes down to. Strick, Mary Ellen's. Good stuff. Back open Always, today.
1: always, always. It's always a phenomenal time to go into Mary Ellen's. I will find my way in there this week. It is open today. Go out there, 27th and Pine Lake, and have a taste of some greatness. Mary Ellen's food for the soul. Go out there and get it. Say, Charles, let him know On The Block sent you, and enjoy.
0: Absolutely. Um, first order of business here today is to dive into new coaches that schools may or may not enjoy in the realm of college football. This list was put out uh, by 24-7 Brad Crawford, was the one that put it out. He ranked the 10 most important hires, and there's some good Big Ten flavor on this list, Drake. Number two, uh, Brad Crawford puts Luke Fickle, uh, the new head coach at Wisconsin. And at number nine, Phil Longo, the offensive coordinator hired away from... Uh, North Carolina, of course, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And the thing about these hires, strict is it's a a, ma- a marked departure from what Wisconsin's been. Smash mouth, power run, I formation, uh, identity like that. It's a risky move, I think, to shake things up like that. But I also think it was a move made with a bigger picture in mind. How does Wisconsin take that next step in a soon-to-be divisionless Big Ten so it's risky, but I think it was also a necessary type of move if Wisconsin wants to take the next step into the, the college football stratosphere.
1: I mean, I, it's, these, these changes are – it just depends, right? Because sometimes it's going to depend on the culture. Sometimes it's going to depend on whether or not the coach feels uh, the need as far as um, bringing in the – Getting, I mean, getting in a close relationship with, like, the head coach. I mean, those things are important because you really have to be an extension of them, but yet you still have to have your own identity. Obviously, they're hiring you because of what they want you to bring to the, uh, to the university. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you, you still have to be on the same page. So how quickly can that happen? So I think sometimes sooner that these coaching um, turnovers happen, the better. I think the later that they happen because you still have to – identify with the players. You still have to get into a relationship with them. You probably have to sit down and have one-on-ones with them and then figure out what the best way of going about making this system work for what they need here mm-hmm. and for what they they have compared to what you had at your old school. So there, there's a lot of dynamics that I think plays into that. I mean, one of the things obviously you have, like, for example, Deion Sanders at four, Hugh Freeze at three, Luke Fickle you know, a lot of them are coming with what they do. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have an idea of what they already do. And then it's just a matter of application to the players, getting them to buy in and then allowing them to uh, to um, uh, execute what you're trying to bring to the table. So sometimes I think head coaches are uh, just an establishment of, the culture establishment of Mm -hmm. the style establishment of the way of going about handling business. And then I think you get into some of the, the, you know, the OCs and the DCs, then it's about what's, what type of players do I have? Do I have big bodies, little body speed? Then you kind of get into the little, little, you know, nuances of, of those types of details and then decide on which way you're going to implement that. So I, I, I can't say specifically on which Mm -hmm. coach, because I think it, it, it matters when you're looking at, like, for example, it's good that Phil Longo and, and Luke Fickle, you know, are hopefully trying to establish something. We know that Matt Rules come. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not his OCs, we just don't know. We don't know his OCs, DCs, what they're going to do and how these other coaches are going to fill in and fill those voids. So it's, it's hard to say. I
0: like what you said about the head coach versus what the coordinator's roles are. And even though it is such a big style shift for Wisconsin, Luke Fickle's about that business. Yeah, He's lived that Big Ten yeah, yeah. life um, with, with Ohio State before. He built Cincinnati into a really solid program. Not just you know a good team or two, but I think he set them on really stable ground. And I think that's huge for Wisconsin because think about the other guy that was in the running for that job and Jim Leonard. He yeah. was a Wisconsin lifer who played there, yeah. played in Green Bay for a while, was the defensive coordinator under Paul Chris, really worked his way up the ranks. Strick. And a lot of players were Team Jim Leonard. Yeah. So this, to me, falls in the camp of the AD has to have a good relationship with the players, too, to say, hey, trust me, this guy's going to be even better for you than the guy you thought you wanted to. I mean,
1: it, it's kind of like, um, you know, you have a little snowball. It. I think the AD can help start the snowball down the down the mountain, right? mm mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're hoping to get enough traction to where you just build this big boulder that's just going to run over the competition. Um, like, for example, I love what Longskur on the text line, uh, Sutterhame text line is always open to you, 402-464-5685. You can always tap in there. Thank you, uh, Longsker for this question. Stricky and Austin, would you rather have or want a player that has a big heart or a big brain on that football field? I think I, think I would love a combination. Personally, I think a combination of both of those um, heart sometimes. Let, let me say it like this. Um, I think Terrell Farley is a tremendous football player with huge heart, which mm-hmm. allowed him to be the type of player that he needed to be. Mm-hmm. Terrell Farley, see it, go get it. Mm-hmm. And he had the heart to do so. Right. Mm hmm. Then there's players that just don't have that, but they have the ability to pick up and read schemes and understand, you know, uh uh route patterns or whatever the case may be, and they mm-hmm. may be good at that, but they just may not have the heart. Like there's there's some guys that just don't have that grit and determination to just go out and win a one-on-one battle. You know what I mean? When 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 that other guy looks you across the field and and he says, "Oh yeah, tonight's not your night." Mm-hmm. That you say yeah, I've got not only am I smart to know what you're trying to do to me today, but I'm going to beat the brakes off of you in the midst of it. So I think a combination is needed. I, I absolutely
0: agree. I don't know if I could say it much better than that. Yeah. Because you need that heart, you need that determination, that grit, that will, that want to. But again, if you're not going to be in the right spot, what good is that it part? Do? So you have to. Yes. Have the, the, I think if you start with the heart, you can yeah. work up to the brain. You can add knowledge up there. Yeah. Whereas if you. You know, start as a robot, it's kind of hard to, you know, put the, the heart in the tin man.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I will say, I think in the past, Nebraska has had tremendous brain.
0: Nation leading academic all Americans. I mean,
1: I think they knew, knew what to do and where to be, but, you know, heart swarms. Like, heart is like, there's four people in there, and I'm going to be five right mm-hmm. heart is like okay there's three He's still trying let me go in there and see if i can dig something out with risk of maybe my arm gets broken finger gets snapped you know i'm i'm willing with my heart to put it on the line because i want to win mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um you can and, never have enough of that and, and, like you know i mean in basketball it would be um it would be first on the floor. I ha I had I, I my my tailbone's sore, mm-hmm. but I'm still gonna take this charge because I know mm-hmm. it's gonna, I know what it's gonna do for my team with this possession right here, mm-hmm. and I, that's happened with me. I I think I had a bruised tailbone, and it hurt like hell, <laughs> you know, the fall, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. But at the same time, I you know I knew I took I needed a couple of these charges to help this team, mm-hmm. and I can ice later, you know, or I can sit in the cold bath later, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I need to help this team. And I think that means something. My yeah. hips sore, but I'm still gonna set a
0: good pick. Yeah. You know, my 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 butt, yeah. my leg is, you know, at a weird angle, my ankle's hurt, but I'm still gonna get a body. Box someone out. That goes so far. Yeah. And yeah, you gotta be in position to do that. You gotta know where to be and when to be. Right. But so many times, Strike, we see athletes in position with everything there on the line and it slips away. You cool. know, they they don't give their best effort on what turns Facts. out to be a key play. Yeah. And again, I think that's where the pain of regret hurts infinitely more than the pain of trying to make that play.
1: Yeah. No there's no question. And one of the guys that I think just had one of the biggest hearts was Dennis Rodman. Mm. Like watching him him play not, didn't always I you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna skip and say I think Dennis was smarter than what we gave him credit for. Savvy? I, I think he was, bro. I, I actually think I think he played us to make him make us think that he was, you know, not as smart as what he you know, he led on to be. But I digress. He's a geopolitical savant. Man, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. In, in in my time of playing in the league, we we're, we're not we didn't make n- nearly the sizable salaries that they have today. Mm-hmm. Right? So he found a way outside of basketball where it was a scoring game. Okay, I'm going to be the best in this area. Even at my size, I'm going to dominate on rebounds, but off the court, I'm going to market myself to the highest degree. And that's how I'm going to make that's how I'm going to make up the difference on mm-hmm. this money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cuz he's not sexy. Uh, don't tell him that. Well, let, let him believe it, right? <laughs> he he's not he, on the court. He's not sexy. No, he's 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 a, a Tasmanian devil version of Jokic. Follow me. Whoa. Okay. Follow me. Okay. He's just he's wild, right? Jokic is just like eh. Jokic is just like. What, what, what would be a good character for Jokic? Um. Um. Not the road, kind of Sylvester. Money-ish.
0: Maybe Sylvester. Maybe Sylvester.
1: You know, he's just kind of like, eh. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know, right? Who? Sorry, him a text to line. On. Holler at us. Who? Who would be a good character? Who would be a good Disney? Not Disney. What? What? What is the, uh Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes. Who would be a good Looney Tune? If 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 Rodman is the freaking Tasmanian Devil, who would Jokic be? Because I really think they're very like. They, they, they have, like, similar ways about how they, they can be the best at what they do, but just in different ways of doing it.
0: All right, we got a uh, pair of Salt Ducks tickets and a parking pass to giveaway. We're going to do that with a Dennis Rodman trivia question. We're going to do over-under, <laughs> so, Strick, you're going to guess the number. Text line goes over-under, oh, okay? shoot. Dennis Rodman played 14 seasons in the NBA. How many times did he lead the league in rebounds per game? Three. Okay, over under three, text line. Uh, for his career, Dennis Rodman averaged 13 rebounds a game. Guess how many points per game? Six. Seven. <sighs> Seven points, 13 rebounds per game, and turned it into a Hall of Fame career. And <laughs> you,
1: again, could, you guys sm- are crazy.
0: <laughs> and again, smarter than he lets on in some ways, but also, Strike, I think that goes to what you, you've said. Dennis Rodman wasn't out there practicing jumpers. He wasn't out there practicing yeah. dribble combos. He was out there rebounding. Practicing yeah. reading the ball off the rim. Off the rim. That's hard. Yeah. Uh, let's see who's in first here. Uh, Longsker.
1: Longsker you are jumped in the on. The
0: winner. It? Yeah. Uh, it is over. So you're able. Seven to times.
1: Two. Seven.
0: Seven. Seven. I knew it. Why didn't you go with? It, I don't that freaking is? know. Tricks. I do that all the
1: time, man. Go with your gut. I know, bro. I just said, dang. Can't be that high. I, I, it's just like it can't be that high. I thought you were trying to trick me, bro. I, I really nah. did. I thought you were going to nah. throw one of them curveballs that they're about to see at the World Series this week. I'm not about it. Um, it, it yeah, stricky, I got it on the second round, but that, that's like in golf. We call that Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you hit the you hit the shanker or you hit the you hit the one into the woods and then you get up and you freaking stroke it right down the middle of the mm-hmm. uh, of the fairway. The second one. we call that Bubba. I do a lot of Bubba in in this in this game. <laughs> I need to let you be. I need to let you let me be Bubba when we play Shootout with Strick.
0: uh I, only, I get one mm, guess, but I get a Bubba guess. Mm, <laughs> I'll give you that for the the name you have to pull yourself. How about that? Oh, How about that?
1: Oh man! Oh, we gotta talk. Deal or that no anyway. deal? We gotta talk about that.
0: Okay. Um, back on. There's something I saw in the text line here. Uh, some people are saying Foghorn, Lakehorn. Is the Jokic equivalent? Ooh.
1: Ooh. Okay. Somebody said the Pink Panther. <laughs> 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 We're good. That's pretty Funny good. I can pretty much see that. I can see that. The Pink Panther is a good one.
0: Uh, okay. I found it. Um, on the text line, someone asks Should Wisconsin be scared? Uh, Wisconsin's fans, should they be scared? that Wisconsin is doing the same thing that Nebraska did in terms of abandoning, you know, the run-first kind of mentality, spreading it all out. I would say this, Strick. I think Wisconsin got an adult in the room. I don't think as much of what Nebraska did was on the field. It feels like it was more off the field. I think Luke Fickle's about business, Mm -hmm. and I think that goes a long way.
1: Um. I just think the landscape is changing. I, I think it's a it, it, it's a needed part of the game, the run game. I mean, you see that with with Michigan, but then you see when it comes down to it, you still got to be able to win one on one battles on the outside. Mm-hmm. You see when you just just spread it out, i.e., Ohio State ish. Mm-hmm it doesn't always mean that you're going to win the big game. I think there's a good balance. You can have a good balance of the run in the pass game that when you need to move that clock, that you know that my guys in the trenches can win this battle, right? Mm -hmm. I think um, on the same token, if you're soft in the middle, like the Pillsbury Doughboy of some of these (laughs) interior linemen, then you're going to ultimately lose out because when that – now, especially with the rule change. Mm-hmm. With the new rule change, when you're not able to like just – the clock is not stopping like mm-hmm. it used to stop, you're going to need to be able to, when you have leads, to be able to put that ball either with winning battles or you're going to have to be able to run that ball. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a combination that's needed. Uh Augie, the other thing about that is thanks for the question, Phil
0: Longo isn't anti-running the ball. I mean, he's had fantastic quarterbacks from Sam Howell and uh, Drake May the last few years. But 2020 season, he had two fantastic running backs, and Javante Williams and Michael Carter, both of those dudes rushed for 1,100 yards. He's not afraid to put yeah. the ball in the running back's hands, yeah. and Braylon Allen might be better than either of those guys. So I think Wisconsin will still run the ball. It's just going to look a little different.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be your traditional two-tight-in, you know, two wide out, you know, run off the tackles. Mm-hmm. This is going to be probably some, you know, some sophistication in the run game, probably.
0: Absolutely. Uh, rounding out that list of coaches, Garrett Riley was the uh, the OC hire from Clemson. He was at TCU last year. Uh, he's ranked as the number one coaching hire. Uh, you mentioned Freeze and Dion at three and four. Jeff Braum going from Purdue to Louisville, uh, back to his alma mater, is the top five. He does have Matt Rule in there at number six. Followed by Tommy Reese, hired away by Alabama from Notre Dame uh, to be the O.C. Jamie Chadwell. It's a good one, I think. Tommy Reese? We'll dive into that a little bit. I think
1: that's, I mean, I think that's solid for Alabama, especially mm-hmm. after what they, you know, just lost. I think that was pretty good to be able to pull him
0: in. You bring a quarterback over to Andrew Buckner or Tyler Buchner. Uh We'll see what that ends out to be. Jamie Chadwell jumping from uh, Coastal Carolina over to Liberty. And then uh, Charles Kelly, hired by Dion to be the D.C., rounds out that list. Good stuff there in first segment here on the block. We're going to step aside. When we get back, we'll have Evan Bland on the line. Talk some (laughs) College World Series. Talk some Husker headlines. Uh, Appreciate Evan and his insight. We'll talk to him here in just a little bit.